ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I am joined by the human ball of energy herself, Chessie King. Welcome back, little bit. Oh, Vicky, <laughs> I'm so relieved. I had a wee, I had a snack. It was great. We had... Oh, what... What did you snack on? Oh, so I was saying to the girls, I've got this really weird craving at the moment and they are... Do you remember winders from school? I yeah. absolutely love these men. They're for like five-year-olds, but I love them. <laughs> Literally, they are incredible. So it's like a raspberry yo-yo in my, like, yeah. And sometimes, yeah, in my mouth, <laughs> literally, yo-yo in my mouth. And sometimes I wind them like down and wind them up, but sometimes yeah. I just shove them in. So I went oh. all in. How do you eat yours? It's the pregnancy yes! vinegar cream egg, innit? That is it. Ah, um, oh, yeah. I used to, I remember from school, we used to unwind them and then have races. Yes, like spaghetti. And so you could, yeah, you get it in your mouth the fastest. Honestly, the like, I think that may be like the level of anxiety I used to feel because I wanted to win that yeah. was mental. God. Like I'm out, the, the competitiveness in me is not normal. What did it's we used from- to do at school? Like, honestly, I go back. Aww. So one of my best friends reminded me that she pulled my tooth out in our school, oh. in our school dentist in the playground. And she was like, no. Because I was joking, saying that my teeth are really wobbly since um, uh, since pregnancy, because apparently they yeah. get wobbly. And I'm just being silly, like saying, oh, yeah, you're going to fall out. And then um, she was like, oh, that's the one I pulled out for you. And I was like, sorry? <laughs> oh, yeah. No. <laughs> no you, we did. The things we used to do at school, like, uh, do you know all I, I remember as well? Like, I remember being terrified when the boys were playing football in case one of them was going to kick it at you. Yes. Do you remember that? Always the ball oh. just hit. Yeah, I swear you were the target. Yeah. Anyway, oh, every time boys were mean. Like, oh, fuck that. They used I'm to surprised. fire my tampon. So I had one, um, which I can laugh about now. But at the time, I was like, I really need that precious cargo to go upside me, up inside. Um, and he used to pull back in science, and 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 I don't know where he, how he got it, but he always managed to get it. And he used to fire it through the classroom and be like, Rocket Man. And I was like, and then he'd go, Oh, Chess, isn't that yours? And I was like, Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, mate. Yeah. I wish I could find him now and just... Yeah, what a bastard. What, what a bastard. Boys, man. Anything to do with tampons, bra straps, <sighs> boobs. Like, they were just so immature. Yeah, yeah. I have, yeah, really, really hope that they've grown up, but I don't think they have. I just think it's because no. we don't see that age anymore. But do you know what? A very nice little segue there. <laughs> <laughs> we wish them well, the boys in our yeah. school. <laughs> I hope I don't think of you often, lads, but this is just a little thought for anybody who's twanged my bra strap at school. I hope you're having a shit day. <laughs> 
hope your lockdown is shocking. <laughs> so, for those of you people who've been living under a rock and don't know how amazing you are, um, I'm going to give them a little bit of a background. Chessie, you started off um, doing, well, didn't start off, but you have like a history of being like a fitness blogger. And also, you did like bikini, like almost like bodybuilding competitions, didn't you? Oh, yeah, just the one. Just the one. Oh, my God. Tell me everything. Tell me everything. I'm I was. I was, I wore the most expensive bikini I've ever worn in my life, which, <gasps> like, it was just so gold and sparkly, which, it was amazing. Please tell but, me there was crystals. Was there oh, crystals? there was everything, like crystals and yes. diamante and flashing oh. bits. I wish they flashed, but it actually looked like it was on stage. Because um, <laughs> it flashed my tits. Um, it was, it was the most extreme thing I've ever done to my body. And at the time I was like, oh, it's an experiment. Like trying to play it down, but it was not. It was torture. It was modern day yeah. torture on my body. And it was so unhealthy and unrealistic. But I kept on telling myself because I was so brainwashed that counting my macros down to the olive oil tablespoon, which was, yeah. I'd know the calories of every single bite of everything. And I'd know what time for me was best to eat. And I'd be at the gym, like, honestly, at, at one point, I think, so it was an 18 week process. And at, I think I hit about 10 weeks and I was like crying on the treadmill. And I was like, <gasps> no. honestly, oh, I five, I, five in the morning and I'd be like, what am I doing to myself? But um, yeah, so I definitely... I have pushed my body to all the limits and more. Um, and yeah. I'm still paying for it. I lost my hearing um, after my bikini competition. I, I had a mini stroke. No. Yeah, because I honestly, I was I was training so much, like to, to my <gasps> maximum. And there's only um, just like, your body can only take so much, right? You, you yeah. Your brain is, I was at capacity basically. And I was going through grief of losing my nana. I was going through grief of breaking up with a very toxic partner at, at the time. And then it all kind of combusted. And it was like my body's yeah. way of going, hold the fuck on, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like you're literally, so it took away, it honestly took away a part of my, um, my, my, my life. Like I, I still live with it three and a half years later. It's so wild, but yes, I have definitely, <laughs> um, through all of that, I have made such good friends with my body, like best friends with my body. And I, I treat myself with the same level of respect that I do my best friends that I do with my sister, that I do with you, that I do with um, so you should, my mom. Gorgeous. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We're so unkind to ourselves sometimes, aren't we? We really are. We, it's so nasty. Like we can just be the victims of our own brain. Like we can yeah. bully ourselves down to the ground from the moment we wake up to the moment that we go to sleep. We can be our, our worst enemy. And it upset me so much that I spent so a huge chunk of my life trying to change myself to look like yeah. her, trying to uh, like all of this that, that I know now going back, it wasn't necessarily um, the media, which now I think obviously plays a huge part in it. But because we didn't really grow up with um, Instagram as our main yeah. source of inspirational motivation. Um, for Where me, do you think yours was born then, Chessie? I actually think it was the boys at the school going back to that. And it's so yeah. strange because I, I'm sure a lot of people our age or, or around my age um, look to school and go, actually, yeah, it was It was so heavily male-focused from a mixed school point of view that 
I would get told that I was too tall to have a boyfriend, that I was I was mop and my boyfriend was bucket and all of this. I was always the tallest. Oh. I know. Oh, geez. very creative. Very creative. Um, yeah. Scumbags. Yeah. You know Scumbags. I'm putting it out there. A lot of you. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I honestly think it was just little remarks from not just school age, but um, school age and above. And it was, yeah, it was just such a, 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 I was basically told that I was um, too big to model when I was 15, which I didn't even want to go into modeling. And then they basically scouted and said, oh, but you have to lose two stone. I was like, ha ha. So I won't be, I won't be, I won't be with you because uh, that's not me. So what was the point in this yeah, conversation? what did you want from that? Half of me? Because you can take my right half. Um, so I, that, they said, um, I was always too big to dance because I was put as the male character because I could, I, I was taller than the the, the petite girls. Okay. Um, so I was, it's strange. because All of those things are going to like amalgamate and have a lasting effect on how you see yourself though. Yeah. And like I, even one of those things on their own, Chessie, mm, I think could fall together. And you know, the, the peak of it all, Vicky, when I was that small, when I stepped on stage at 9% body fat and I was the tiniest I've ever been, I was told by some man that... that um, that have never met me, that's never sat down and had a conversation with me, that ju- judged me purely on how I looked in that bikini for 15 seconds, told me I was too big. And oh, oh, it makes me so mad. It's just like, how, sorry, what, what gives you the power to make me feel? Because the thing is, they, these people that said I was too big, they will make that remark to multiple humans in their lifetime, but yet they will never understand the the effect that it has on you for so long. But they could just, it's a throwaway comment. You're too big, you're too fat, you're this. And yet it can affect young, especially young vulnerable minds from such a young age and embed them into your head because every time you then look in the mirror, I'm too big. So that took a while. And it's funny because even though we say long lasting, there is definitely a way to break that cycle. There is a hundred percent. If anyone is feeling trapped in their own thoughts and has been told by family and friends or strangers on the internet that they are too big, too small, too too wide, too uh, too blonde, too tan, too white, all all of that, they are people's opinions that don't know the true you and they they haven't unpeeled those layers they like Mm -hmm. I always talk about like the juicy bits inside us the bits that the reason our parents will remember us or the reason our best friends will go oh yeah I was best friends with Chessie because she uh I don't know she called me up every night and checked in on me not nobody is and I always say this Chessie like honestly it's like you're in my head but (sighs) nobody is ever going to go Oh my God, do you remember our thigh gap? Yes! Do you know, no one is ever going to say it yet. Like on your, at your funeral, no one is ever going to turn around and go, she just had the best abs. <laughs> or like, she honestly, she counted her blueberries on her porridge every morning. Nobody is going to say this bullshit. They are going to say, she made me laugh. She made me feel like I was capable of doing anything. She was wonderful to be around. She made me happy. Like, I love that. Like, like the, the things we focus on and the things that we give so much gravity are actually so vapid and unimportant. Like 
Please, I just wish I could tell my my younger self that, Chessie. That's really it. And, and I, as much as we can wish, like, to go back and, like, give ourselves a hug, um, like, I, I said that. It's funny because I saw that you'd said that and I was like, I love that because that, that picture of us going back to our 16-year-old selves, giving them a massive hug and just saying... You're going to be okay, and and it's that it's that comfort and that nurturing that even though I was I was so lucky to have that from my mum on tap, like I I could have it on demand from from such a supportive mother. I mm-hmm. I rebelled against that, and I and I repelled it, and I was like, oh, I don't need it because I know what I'm doing, mum. And I used to quite like she's a nutritionist, <laughs> she's a yoga teacher. She brought us up to be to understand and appreciate the the. Uh, the like food that we were she was creating for us but yet I always used to question her and go oh but mum actually no you don't know how many calories in that and all of this and I I just wish that whole <laughs> we always think we know better we I always know. think we know better and then, you, and then actually when you get to this age you're like mum can you uh... <laughs> oh, oh, no. just crying down the phone but um, I, I just wish uh, and for anyone that is at a stage where they feel like all all their thoughts they're consumed by food intake and, and exercise and when's the next meal and because that's all I live for that's like I, I looked at other people and I was like wait are you thinking about food because that's all I'm thinking about I'm thinking about like how many calories were just in that meal or or and, and I couldn't control because I was restricting myself so much I couldn't control yeah. if something was in the fridge or something was in the cupboard I would eat it straight away and I'd be like yeah. oh I can't because and then you tell yourself oh you, you're, you're weak because you don't have any willpower or this so if you feel like you're in that space and we I honestly think the majority of humans men and women and and those who don't identify as either are have been through that and and it's yeah. for us to say as a big sister role model or just a best mate and be like you can get out of that you honestly are I just I honestly wish we could swap the gym of, like movement is still so important to me, but I wish we could swap the gym to to look good to a nice, happy gym to make us a better person. Because I wish that all that time I was running on a treadmill, I was actually just using it to be a kinder, more thoughtful, better listener, better friend. Yeah. And we can do that like, now. On- Almost like a gym to, for your like well-being. So yeah. I know everyone think everyone must think, oh, yeah, well, you go at the gym, you're working on your, yourself, your well-being. But actually, we're not focusing on the thing. Like, it's all about the outside, really, for a lot of people when they go at the gym. So for some people, it could be about health and hats off to you. But yeah, somewhere where you go to work to be a better listener or somewhere where you go to work to be more compassionate or even just somewhere where you go to be kinder to yourself. A boot camp for your mind. Love that. There we go. Trademark <laughs> it before your mate gets it. Yeah, you're not getting this, Gav. You can fuck off. That was definitely mine. <laughs> Obviously, mate, like the things you're saying, and you're so right. Like, I know just listening to you talk that I've been through something practically identical. When I did my fitness DVD, I had such an unhealthy obsession with not being strong and not being well. It was a number on a scale. I wanted to be the skinniest I could. And at one point, I remember being in a size six from River Island. And like, there's no problem with that. You know what I mean? There's loads of petite women out there. I am not one of them. I am not a naturally very petite woman. I'm curvy. I really am. And like, I've learned, I love that now, but it's taken us to being 33 to say that and to own it and mean it. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Really mean it. Yes. So I think um, it, it, I got so... 
this unhealthy fixation I had with being as small as I could. I remember putting on this little size six with Ryland skirt and telling all my friends quite proudly that it was too big. You know, and that's what I considered to be success. Yes. It wasn't that I was lifting this certain amount in the gym. It wasn't that I woke up before my alarm clock went off. It wasn't that I was was able to be, like, go about my daily business and not be lethargic. It was none of the things that actually exercise should help you strive for. It was an unhealthy obsession. And I didn't, it wasn't one specific moment that I broke that cycle and I thought, you know what, I'm fucking better than this. This isn't right. You know, I, sh- I shouldn't be punishing myself. I sh- exercise should be a celebration of what I can do, not a, not a punishment for what I've ate, all the rest of it. It's, it gradually happened, Chess, mm. and I realised that I was missing out on stuff. Did you feel like this? Like, I realised I could be as skinny as I wanted and the number could be as low as I liked on the scale, but actually I was still not going to be happy. Absolutely. Because I wasn't having nice meals out with my friends. Because I was constantly wrapped with anxiety about everything I was putting in my mouth. Because I was exercising like a nutcase just so I could enjoy even small things guilt-free. It was horrible. And I would not wish that mindset on anyone. And I'm so pleased that as I've got older, I got through my 20s and my 30s, I'm just so much more balanced. Do you yeah. find that? Absolutely. And And I just, like you said, I love just celebrating. Even just like little things especially especially this year because obviously we haven't had the um distractions that maybe we we would usually have so like going out with our mates or um like the things that we kind of heavily relied on happiness to come from we've all yeah. actually realized that true pure happiness stripped back is 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 from ourselves we cannot rely on anyone else or anything else it has to come and it's just that piece it's not like because people are like, oh hey so happy and energized all the time and I'm like but underneath like that I'm always kind of this like um this I and my moods are never really up and down <laughs> Try, yeah. like apart from hormones um, <laughs> but um, it's just that like piece that I'm I'm so comfortable in myself and I don't have to think when I'm walking up the street oh she's judging me because my legs are too big or or um or yeah. he's he's looking from behind and thinking or oh, her ass is like low and saggy I used to think all these things and I was like they're not even thinking that they are not even thinking that so yeah it's it's stripping it back down to just like you said it's a daily thing like like people do yoga or meditation or um uh, triathletes that have to train on bikes it's it's a daily practice of like just checking in and going actually you know what yeah you look pretty good today or like it's so different for everyone because there's body Mm -hmm. appreciation there's body celebration there's body acceptance Mm -hmm. body confidence self-love there's all these phrases that are now available that I don't think we ever really had to kind of go you're right and 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 it can be anything for you I have people that say oh but I don't feel body confident I'm like okay well where are you right now with your body are you body acceptance are you body respect do you do you understand your body a bit more there's so much more than just that one phrase body accept body celebration or body there's so much and if you can find one that you connect to you actually go oh yeah actually you know what that's me and it changes like throughout the day I sometimes I'm like yeah, celebration. Then sometimes it's just respecting my body and being yeah. like, wow, like it's creating a little human. Like that for me is my most fa- fascinated. I'm just so in awe of my body. And I sometimes look, look down, I'm like, 
thank you so much. I'm not even telling you what to do. And you're literally <laughs> making a human. Look at you just running the show, body, growing when you need to, making Ooh. space for my bubba. Yeah. Honestly, mate, like, it's such a healthy way of looking at it. And like, oh, I could listen to you all day, Chessie. I'm like, oh God, yes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You, you, at the moment, you must be filled with so much awe about the process that your body is going through. I'm right? so lucky to be able to, like, to experience it and to be able to actually just trust my body that it's doing the right thing and that step by step, I wish there was like, and I'm sure everyone says this, but I wish there was like a little flap looking down, oh, not my flaps. <laughs> There are, there are some, but they're a bit lower. And I just like, I could just like peek into my little, like, I could peek in and go, like a little, wow. like a little doggy door. Yeah, like a little cat flap. And be like, yeah, doggy yeah. door. Yeah, like that. And then, and then look down and just be like, oh my God, wow, look at all the stuff that's going on inside. I think it's just, it's just, it's unbelievable. And even if you're, not even if you're not pregnant or if you're you're on the journey or you're trying to conceive I think it's just that connection for women especially to have that connection with your body and even just when you're on your period or when you're ovulating or when you're feeling like hormones or and just like check in and be like right okay what is happening in my body right now like functioning like where am I feeling all these sensations like I I just think the more you get to know your body and the more you get to know your signals and the things that yeah, the more that you can actually become best friends with it for the long term. And like you said, actually mean it when you say it instead of going, oh, no. oh yeah, I love my body. I'm what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that was me though, Chess. Like, I was like, I love my body. I'm really happy with what, if anyone asked us in an interview, yeah, I'm really happy where I am. I love my body. But like deep down, I'd be like riddled with self-doubt and insecurity. I'd be still depriving myself I'd still be exercising like an absolute nutcase because I allowed myself some hummus do you know what I mean so it's so lovely to say to everybody like oh no I, I really like my body like I'm really proud of like who I am and all the rest of it it's really nice to see it and I love that I'm not honest right I want to talk I mean I could listen to talk about body positivity acceptance all of that for hours makes I think you're so inspirational I love you on Instagram. I adore what you do. Oh. You're, I'm fangirling you, but I don't love give a fuck because I mean it. You're um, <laughs> I want to know, right, I'm, I'm so fascinated by pregnancy. My sister's just had a little, well, say she just had a little girl. Maybe it's coming up to one, which is super scary. <gasps> um, I know. A little, a little lot what does she call you? What does she call you? She's not speaking yet, babe. She's oh, just, she does, she does yeah. a lot of dada. Which is mm. much to me sister's disgust because obviously <laughs> she fucking she birthed her, she created her, and all yeah, the rest hi, of it. And all, I'm she, here. Yeah, all she wants to do is shout, Dada! Laura's like, Yeah, fuck off, mate. Go <laughs> see your dad. <laughs> so, how has it been for you? I know you're like super proud of what your body's doing, but have there been any moments where you're like, 
Fuck this. Oh, hard. yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. And oh, way, okay. way more than I ever anticipated. I am not afraid to admit, I am not embarrassed to admit that I said to my best friend, whilst I was pregnant, whilst I didn't even know I was pregnant. So I was only about two weeks pregnant, right? And it's weird because I it, it, I don't really know how um, that works because, yeah. Um, my cycle... It was fast. Yeah. It was fast. No, 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 no. It wasn't my cycle. It took three and a half years from when I came off the pill. Three years. Um, my cycle was 168 days and then it was like 108 and then it went back up to 180 and all of this. So I wasn't bleeding for that amount of time. I was waiting for my period for that amount of time. And then the cycle we conceived on was 48 days. So we conceived on day 20. I find this really interesting. That's why I'm speaking about it because we conceived on day 21 because everyone was like, oh, but you don't, con- you, like you're, you obviously between 11 and 14 I was like yeah but this ain't a normal body like <laughs> it, it does what it wants I promise yeah. um so yeah what like the I said to her one of my best friends I was like I honestly think that like I'm gonna be fine when I get when I get pregnant I'm gonna be fine I reckon that the sickness you can just tell your body oh no 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 I'm creating human you're fine and there yeah. she is with brilliant. HG I, I mean I can't even say it hypergravidambus I was admitted to hospital I was being sick like 20 times a day I still am on anti-sickness medication and there I am what how many months ago going oh that, no more sickness what no I would get that honestly honestly I think you will not be alone in that I think it's a mixture of like innocent naivety and being like oh no I'm sure I'll be fine and also raging optimism yeah like you know what I mean like just if I tell myself enough times that I am not going to fucking be sick and I'm not going to get piles and I am not I'm going to be okay and that's I think it's a mix and nobody can blame you because what you're going about to go through and the whole process like god I haven't been through it myself but having friends who've had my sister who has very recently I know it's a difficult process so yet no one can blame you for hoping for the best Jess I like like that raging optimism that is it (laughs) It's so overpowering. Like, it it begun, like, um, week six. And I said to Matt, I was like, oh, you know what? It's fine. I'm making a human and I'm so in awe of my body and all of that. And um, and I was like, it's just like a really bad hangover. And then it got, like, leveled up, leveled up, leveled up. And then it wasn't. And then it was not a fun hangover. It was literally like I was food poisoned for the the whole week, for the whole month. But anyway, you know what, Vicky? I am so great. I'm so lucky and so thankful for Boris just locking us up for a bit. <laughs> Thanks, it's Mother. worked perfectly. Worked perfect. Good timing for I you. I hate everything else you've done, but I love the fact that you made me stay at home for a bit because I was just being sick. Um, and oh, also, Chess, I take care of you though. Oh, I like am. honestly, you're Trust so me. right, mate. Thank like, you. Allow yourself a little bit of time to come to terms with what's going on because, lot lo- like again, Laura, my sister last year, like she would feel so guilty, like. She had wanted a baby for so long and had struggled. And I hope she doesn't mind me talking about this. Like, she's a super brave and amazing person. Like, she inspires me always. But, like, she'd found it difficult to realise her dream, to have her dream of a family and stuff. Um, And subsequently, when she finally did get pregnant and she was having constant morning sickness, she was being, like, admitted into hospital regularly for various problems, she actually felt guilty saying that she was having a hard time because it was something she'd wanted for so long and as if in some way if admitting that things were hard was some was like ungrateful 
Yeah, and I totally understand that because it's such an overpowering feeling when you do, because mine wasn't just in the morning, mine was the whole entire day. And it's so strange because you, before I was pregnant, and, and I've wanted to be similar to your sister, I've wanted to be for my whole life since my sister was put into my arms. And it was so strange because I was like, surely this is not how I should be feeling because I should be, I should be concentrating on making a baby, not concentrating on where next to be sick and I said to yeah. one of my best friends who talks very oh god some of the places were hilarious like I covered roads I covered oh, pavements and the, and the thing is everyone looks at you and goes oh she had a big night I'm like oh <laughs> I wish I wish I was on water um squash um but so one of my best friends who now has a beautiful um child called Alfie she talks a lot model Tav oh (laughs) honestly he's so adorable so um she talks very openly about her four miscarriages and um an extremely difficult journey to get to where she is now um and she basically said to me because I I I was very uh I I basically told people in different ways. Like I try to tell them with respect of their situation because I have friends that sure. are that were trying to conceive whilst we were, and I have friends that have still not been able to, and I have friends that are so lucky and have beautiful babies. And she said to me when I told her because I just said I I was I really wanted to speak to you about this, but I was wary as when to tell you. And she said, "Chess, I." throughout all my miscarriages and my baby losses, I always, always was so incredibly happy for friends that were getting pregnant, even though I wasn't able to, because they were not getting pregnant with my baby. There's not a limit on the number of babies. She was like, they, they were, they're pregnant with their baby. It's theirs. Uh, It was never, you're taking away something from, from me. And she said, I was always, always celebrating their, um, like, what they were going through but obviously there was always a level of I wish that was me and um and she said don't feel guilty about feeling sick and not being able to understand yeah like that's it because it's like oh like there are I understand there are so many other things that you can go through in pregnancy and I believe that no pregnancy is easier or worse than than each other because I was having so many people going oh I feel really bad because I got it so easy and I wasn't admitted to hospital I was like but you didn't have it easy like your whole body like maybe your body <laughs> reacted a bit differently but you might have been asleep the whole day and couldn't get out whereas I'm lucky enough to be able to maybe get out of bed and and yeah. have and have a shower it's just different things like I don't it's th- subjective everybody goes it. through something different but it's in no way easier or harder for anybody we all have the ups and downs with it yeah everyone yeah every human on this planet is a rocket woman or rocket man in some way and you it's just different for everyone like yeah that's it and it doesn't make you less of a human if you're not going through oh posty just waved at me hello lad did he yeah i like a friendly post i haven't even met him yet we don't get a lot of social interaction these days, no. do we? It's so rare. A nice little wave it's from, rare. Away from the postman's enough to make your fanny flutter. That's brilliant. <laughs> I didn't feel that, but I'm glad you did from all the way over there. <laughs> yeah, it's been a hard month, mate. <laughs> Honestly, like, 
huge congratulations on your pregnancy Chess. like and just like again i just want to reiterate hats off to you mate for being such a, a beautiful soul and a positive influence on instagram the world needs more chessy kings please oh i love you put your orders in uh yes more more chessy kings please before i let you go darling because i know you're probably dying for another win i know i am and i'm not even pregnant um here at vicky fires in the secret too we always ask our wonderful guests to leave us on leave us with a little couple little pearls of wisdom okay and, i mean i look at your positivity i look at how inspirational you are and i think this is a woman who i can learn from right not only have you survived lockdown but you have you've conceived a baby right like mate you must have a couple tricks up your sleeve on how to spice up lockdown <gasps> so that's what i want to know i want to know your secret to spicing up lockdown and i'm sure everyone else does because i'm sure we're all bored of doing Michigan the same thing oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah oh yeah just get loads of chilies and whack them in your breakfast Hey, <laughs> Talk you. to me about dildos and dinner parties, Chessie King. <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, okay, so, right, let's just do, if you're living on your own, and yeah. uh, and then if you're living with with someone that you want to spice things up with, um, because, I don't know, <laughs> you could be living with a housemate that you're like, shall we just, shall we just shag? Because it's been a year, and we could probably do with a good banging. Um, so I think safely on your own, I reckon either... So obviously we went through that whole lockdown dating and, and like doing it over FaceTime, but there's just only so much. And with screenshotting nowadays, you want to stay away from that. So Yeah, I've got anxiety for people in that. Just, do you know what I mean? Like I just, honestly, honestly, I think if you're on your own, let's, let's say, let's spice things up with yourself. Let's not get any other humans involved because it's very okay. difficult at the moment. There's a lot yeah. of barriers. So I honestly, and hands down, the best purchase I made during lockdown one was and um it didn't swap for Matt it was it was <laughs> hand in hand was and this is not an ad it, I'm, I don't even know how to say, I think it was womanizer right uh -huh. oh I've seen it I've seen it on this mate the review that that person wrote about it oh I'm sure oh, that was me <laughs> <laughs> no, <don't laughs> five stars I, I feel like unbelievable so it is a marvellous piece of kit. And it is, I mean, you're not going out and spending money on dinners, so you can definitely start putting your money away for the Womanizer Bank. Oh, is it a bit of a high-end? It is high-end. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't do what I did and go for an Amazon like um, <laughs> swap. Yeah, don't do an Amazon special, guys. <laughs> See, you're getting it straight from the horse's clit here. It's all about... It's all about the womanizer. I love that. So if you're on your own, it's got to be a high-end sex toy. That's yes, it. Yes. And honestly, yes. you can just play around. There's so many different settings. But actually, is there... I think I've only tried one. Because um, you can... Know, <laughs> yeah. She's never forgot it past level one. Oh, that no. is a true testament Stop of it. this, this <laughs> little rascal. <laughs> I definitely progressed to level two, I promise. Okay, and then if you're... It's not all going to be about sex. If you're, um, if you're with someone... Um, and you are, even if it's like your best mate or you're living with your, your family member, let's, let's stay away from, from dildos right now. But, um, yeah. inviting each other. So say like this Friday night or this Saturday, like inviting each other on like paperless post or like a little, I got this tip from one of my best friends the other day. And, and um, she was like, 
set up like a little, because um, obviously you're going to be living together, but so you don't have to send a card through under your door. Um, send <laughs> sure. up like a little paperless post and be like, you are invited to the Black Dinner Thai event. Um, oh. You will be having a three course meal and take I it into it. dress up. Just do whatever. Yes. Honestly, just like, like pretend you're going to like the BAFTAs together or be like, I don't know, just, just, ha- I don't know where the BAFTAs came from. No, but do you know what, mate? Like, honestly, you're so right. I seen on Instagram the other day, some one of my friend's girlfriends had turned 30 in lockdown. And to make it special for her, he'd done like a murder mystery night. And him and her were dressed up and she was also like a 1920s gangster's oh! model. She looked fab. And he was like done up like, I think, I, I mean, I think it was a rest lap, but you could see all of their friends on Zoom and they were all dressed up as something totally different. Oh. And I thought the level of attention, detail and effort that's gone into that. But what else are we doing? That's like, it. invest now yes. in your friends in like lovely events like that. Yes, mate, spice it up. I love that. That is so, I love that he was a wrestler. Um, yeah, dress up as wrestlers, <laughs> have a re- have a wrestle, or just do something like, if you don't want to cook and if you're, you're done with cooking, because obviously we've all been making breakfast, lunch and dinner for all of us. Um, just just so much do like a bread. cinema, cinema day, like make some popcorn oh. and just snuggle up or just do something that would re- that you'd think, oh, I, w- I would like someone to do that for me. Then you do it and you can do it for both of you because then obviously, yeah. And the, like you said, the more detail and the more tiny bits, obviously we're not all splurging out loads of money on, on womanizers at the moment. So the tiniest details, even just writing, like handwriting the menu or something, just just yeah. spice it up. So either on your own, play with yourself and, and get, get, get naughty and <laughs> dedicate some time to that and get to know your body and then on your own or no no sorry with someone then just spice it up have an event at your house make the bathroom a slip and slide just don't hurt yourself <laughs> chatty like i know it's early days right and it's like you're my first podcast of 2021 but i have to say you're gonna take some beating last you are <laughs> my you. favorite podcast of 2021 without a doubt you are only. brilliant <laughs> The one, the no, mate, you're amazing. Thank you so much for that. You're beautiful, inside and out. I love you. I'm gonna let you go. You've probably got crazy things to be eating, like pickles to dip into custard and wheeze to have, and womanizers to play with. So yeah, get yourself off, mate. And I wish you the best of luck with the rest of your pregnancy. Keep being, keep being you. I love you. Love you. Love everyone. Have a wonderful day. Honestly, guys, right? Like, I say this so much. I wish you could see what I could see. She looks absolutely beautiful. She was glowing. And I'm just sitting here like a wrinkled old raisin face. Like, how are you doing it when you're pregnant? What a beautiful person inside and out. Chessie King, man. If you are new to the podcast, there is so many that you've missed that you can catch up on. And they're all available to listen to wherever you listen to your podcasts. So look at you guys. You've got loads of catching up to do. If you are enjoying them and you have any ideas to make the podcast better, I'm not sensitive. I want to hear them. We are taking requests for new guests, anything, constructive criticisms, you lay them on me. Just send them in to vickypattersonpodcast at gmail.com. Really hope you're enjoying the series, guys. Welcome back. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be fine. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was, like, wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. Like you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout season two, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.